for the week of June 5th, 2022. This is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. I am Dale, live in studio or through (laughs) internet tin cannon string. That's right. I told everybody it would be a very special guest this week, and uh, I I wasn't lying. So, Dale, you ready? Here's your news. Uh, I should mention Josh is on assignment. Uh, anyway, all right, here's the news. Uh, Resident Evil remake was officially announced. Uh, so PlayStation had their big state of play. And the first big announcement they made was the uh, Resident Evil 4 remake. Uh, it's officially on its way. It'll be released uh, in just under a year. So March 24th, 2023. And they're looking to reimagine, Capcom is, the storyline of the game while keeping the essence of its direction modernizing the graphics and updating the controls to a modern standard. Uh, They also mentioned that uh, PSVR 2 owners will be able to look forward to uh, some VR content, uh, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be the full game in VR. It's just some VR content for for, uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake. So that's exciting. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah you, uh, I, I, Re- you, Resident Evil 4 is like uh, one of the ones I should really go back to and, and finish one of these days. I I've only played the Wii version before. Oh, yeah. So, That's a good version, though. Yeah. So I need uh, to. I only got a little ways into it, and then it, it unfortunately fell into the backlog. And yeah, just the trailer during State of Play, just you could tell like Resident Evil 2 and 3, the past remakes, that this one's getting the full the, the yeah. full treatment here by Capcom. They're, they're pros at it. Right on. I. Uh... I also never finished it. I bought it when it first came out on GameCube. Probably got about halfway through it, and then I don't know, you know, got distracted by something shiny, and never never went back to it. So I will definitely play through this one. I've been loving these remakes. You did uh, two and three. Yeah, I definitely did two and three, and I loved them. Um, two, three, seven. Uh, I played all of those in the last few years. Loved them all. Um, played through all of them. So, uh, also in other Resident Evil news, Village is getting uh, a VR. Uh, they're they're getting a VR mode for um, PlayStation VR two. So it will be the complete campaign. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. Um, I don't. I I really enjoyed Village. Uh, played all the way through it. Don't know that I want to play through it again. Wasn't my favorite <laughs> of the of the bunch, but. Uh, I loved uh, uh, Resident Evil Seven in VR, so maybe that's why I've I've always heard that yeah, the Resident Evil Seven VR was like some of the most intense uh, VR experiences ever, and that like it brought the whole horror gameplay element to a whole new level. I I've only got a little experience with PlayStation VR, so but yeah, if I imagine if they're with even better technology, that it's going to just blow it away even more. Yeah, Resident Evil 7 VR is one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. Loved it. It's it's uh, in my top, probably top five games of all time in VR. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, next up, this was a surprise to me because I didn't think this would be shown at a Sony state of play. Uh, Street Fighter 6, they showed its first gameplay trailer um, and also mentioned that it will be coming to uh, PlayStation and Xbox in uh, 2023. So it will be cross-platform this time around. It won't be a PlayStation and PC exclusive. Uh, 
Yeah, that trailer looked awesome. I first I didn't get a chance to watch Data play live, but I had a, another friend shoot me a link to the trailer there that I play Street Fighter Five with online a couple times a year. And uh, yeah, that that they did that teaser. What was it like several months ago with Ryu all just super jacked up? And yeah, and yeah. and it looks like he's continually even more jacked up somehow. And like him and Chun Li are I think are featured the most in the trailer. And yeah, and, and like yeah. It, and then they have them just beating up a bunch of goons and like cardboard box heads. I hope those are like bonus characters in there. So, but, so yeah. yeah, they they mentioned a bunch of new modes, saying that they'll have more information about them soon. And it almost looks like a single a single player campaign mode, like some sort of training mode where you run around a city and just beat the crap out of uh, faceless goons uh, training and stuff. I have no idea what it is, but it looks really cool. Um, I know that. Um, I know that not a lot of people were super happy about it. You know, the hardcore fans are, uh, weren't super jazzed about it, but fucking whatever. They're never pleased about anything. So I think it looks great. Um, I'm very I, I just hope it doesn't really start off as a very, very, uh, bare bones release. Like street fighter five first was for like that first, I know they really fleshed it out after a couple of years there with all the, of course I, I made sure to plunk down all the, all the coinage for the, yeah, many me many season passes but it made it just that much better of an experience yeah same here um it started out like you said very bare bones uh by the time it got to whatever it was called ultra ultimate edition or whatever uh then it was like a full-on great game but uh it always played well though i always thought it played great you know uh despite the lack of content um it played great i thought um next up Horizon Forbidden West got a major update, including New Game Plus, uh, a, a performance mode, uh, a way to reset your skill tree, an ultra-hard difficulty, New Game Plus, New Game Plus trophies, and a bunch more. Um, it's all out now. So, you know, if you got the game, download the update now. Um, that's a game I'm in the middle of right now. So, you know. Yeah, you're going to jump right into the new bonus content right away. That's nice when the, the DLC hits, because it, it sucks sometimes, like, DLC is always awesome, but when it comes out, like, several months after you beat the game, uh, yeah. it could be hard to get right back into it, but if you happen to time it just right, that that's always nice. For sure, yeah. Now, you remember that game called Stray? That was about a little kitty running around kind of a cyberpunk world? Uh, well, that is coming out on July 19th, and it will be free for those subscribed to the PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium tiers. So, looks like a neat game, right? Yeah, it looks like a nice little exploratory platformer, kind of. Uh, I guess, I have, you know, it's, it's funny now that I think about it. I always hear from uh, a couple people I heard from over the years. I don't know if you heard about this, John, is that they always told me that they were blinks the cat fans and oh blinks that was just like a kind of like a average it's kind of been a running joke over the years but like you know kind of yeah. like an average platformer but they're 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 big cat fans so maybe this will be like the playstation sitting like a, a, a ace up their sleeves like get, <laughs> get the cat crowd on their side yeah get all the feline fans uh next up uh spider-man remastered and spider-man miles morales will be hitting the pc in 2022 so there you go, coming in August. So there you go. Uh, Miles Morales will have to wait until later in the fall, though. And then uh, No Man's Sky will be coming to PlayStation PlayStation VR 2. 
Uh, there's already a version available for VR1. So, you know, this will just be fancier VR, I guess. And then finally, the last thing that they uh, announced at the State of Play, uh, or at least that I'm going to talk about, there are a few other things, but these are kind of the big nuggets. Uh, Tunic is coming to PlayStation in September. Tunic, which was uh, released on Xbox in March. Yeah, that was, that's a big, that, that was getting a lot of buzz last, or yeah, a few months ago. I can't, I can't believe it was already March. It seemed like it was just last month, but yeah. Yeah, God. yeah. Yeah, it, it's gone by quick. That is, it is a really fun game. I've played a bit of it. Uh, it's very much like Legend of Zelda, um, but really, really cool. Ooh, I got the sneezes. Uh, it's coming to uh, PlayStation on uh, PlayStation Five and Four on uh, September twenty seventh of this year. So, I'm going to go back to Street Fighter a little bit. Let's expand on that. There is, uh, there will be twenty two characters uh, to start with, and the lineup was leaked. Uh, this week, an image of the lineup was leaked. I don't think Capcom intended for that to come out quite yet, but it's out. And here's what we know, Dale. We've got Ryu, Ken, Zangief, Dalsim, E-Honda, Blanca, Guile, and Chun-Li. The original World Warriors will be there. Um, Kami, DJ, Rashid, uh, Yuri, Ed, and Akuma. I'm glad to see Rashid there because I really fell in love with that character on Street Fighter V. I remember when we did a couple of Street Fighter Five online sessions. That was your main guy. Yeah, he's my main. Uh, I just love how fast he goes. Uh, I've, there's something about his uh, his style that just clicked with me. He's not the most powerful character, um, but uh, but I was able to just I was able to nail his combos pretty well. I didn't get good, as the kids say, but I, I was confident with Prashid. Um, let's see, we've got uh, we've got the rest. Uh, there's Luke who came out in Street Fighter V, uh, Jamie. Uh, this guy's from Hong Kong, and uh, he was in the original trailer. Uh, and apparently he's related, or rumored to be related to Yoon and Yang from Street Fighter III, um, who I'd never play as when I play Street Fighter III. Uh, and then we got Marissa, who is a fighter from Italy. Mimi, a French fighter. Uh, uh, Lily, a... Uh, a young woman from Mexico, uh, JP, a stylish Russian with a cape, cane, and a fancy mustache, uh, Kimberly, who's from the U.S., and she has a Walkman, so right on, uh, and then AKI, a Chinese white-haired woman with claw weapons. Oh, man. I, I kind of let up a little bit unintentionally when you said AKI, uh, Josh would know why, too. There's AKI is the name of a legendary developer of a bunch of wrestling video games. And in one of the wrestling games, they made a character called AKI Man. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, on that Street Fighter Six trailer, uh, there was one character that stood out to me. I'm, I'm presuming a new character. Uh, it looked like it would be Capcom's answer to the polarizing Eddie character from the from the Tekken games. I don't know if you, if you caught your eye, too. Did a lot of Capia attacks with the spinning kicks and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I, I'm like, well, this seems like shades of Eddie, Eddie from uh, Tekken, and I know that character. He's he's like a button masher favorite. That uh, if whenever I play against uh, people in Tekken in it, uh, just as a joke, everyone gets mad because it's so easy <laughs> just to uh, e- easily chain up endless uh, juggle combos with him. So, but yeah, right. I, I I didn't get information on which character that was, but yeah, that, I remember that really stuck stuck out to me in the trailer. Right on. Uh, next up, we've got Kat, uh, Konami has revealed that they're working on new Bomberman projects, but 
That good news comes with a little bit of not so good news. Uh, they are closing the servers for Bomberman, Super Bomberman R Online. It will be closed on December 1st. Uh, you know, I guess I'm not too disappointed. You know, uh, I played it a little bit uh, when it came out on Switch. Didn't really do it for me. Um, it was kind of slow. Waiting for matches was always a pain in the ass. Um, but they said they will be moving forward with multiple projects and they hope to inform us soon. So more Bobberman coming. Yeah, I like Super Bobberman. I never did it online. I just busted it out for like a little local session once. But I did like the, they had a bunch of uh, guest characters that were fun. I think what Snake yeah. was in there and like uh, uh, some other uh, uh, NEC characters, right? Bonk? Yeah. Wasn't there Bonk in there? Or I don't think no? Bonk was in there. I, I, I would have known if Bonk was in there for sure. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, the, the online was kind of like a Battle Royale kind of vibe. It gave me very... Uh, what, what was that game? Mario, uh, the, the Mario online thing that they had. Oh on, yeah. Mario 35. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever that was. Um, so it gave me like definite vibes of that. Um, it, it was a good idea. It just wasn't executed super well. Next up, uh, Yu Suzuki, who you might know is the creator of Shenmue and, you know, a bunch of other classic arcade games is making a new game for Apple arcade. And it's a rail shooter called air twister. Um, it will be coming this month, so June 24th, uh, to Apple Arcade. It, uh, it is billed as an endless shooter starring a young woman named Princess Arch who is fighting off a group of enemies invading her home planet. Um, very similar in style to Space Harrier. So it's it's kind of a, you know, a third-person uh, flying shooter. Uh, she's flying through the air, very much like Space Harrier. Uh, Get ready! Yeah, the thing about this game uh, that has everybody talking is the music. Have you seen this trailer? I have not seen the trailer, but just hearing you describe it, I always remember the iconic music of Space Harrier. And just like that dumb little crappy impression I did, just the little voiceovers from it is, yeah, it is classic. And I'm sure Yu Suzuki will just double down on it and deliver. You need to watch this trailer, Dale, because uh, the music is done by a composer from uh, a Dutch composer named Valencia. Uh, and apparently Yu Suzuki's a huge fan of this guy and reached out to see if he would do the soundtrack. And he agreed. Uh, it sounds like um, the Flash Gordon song, you know, from like Queen. Oh, it's yes, very, yes. Oh, it's man. very like flash. Ah, you know, it's that very much in that style. It is nuts and kind of hilarious. It's like over the top, ridiculous uh, and very funny. I don't know if it's intended to be funny, but holy shit, it had me laughing. Um, I have an Apple Arcade subscription. Uh, I've already got this thing uh, ready to preload on my Apple TV. I will be playing it the moment it's released. I uh, I, I want to experience this madness. You said it's exclusively to a Apple Arcade for now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, also coming to Apple Arcade uh, are two other games. Uh, Cooking Mama Cuisine. Cooking Mama's coming back. And then uh, Frogger and the Rumbling Ruins, which actually launched the other day. Um, the prior Frogger game that they put on Apple Arcade wasn't that hot, so I'm hoping this one's better. It looks like Frogger meets Indiana Jones, which is weird. 
<laughs> so. Yeah, I just remember that the la- wasn't the last Cooking Mama game. It it didn't like get recalled like within days after coming out on Switch or something like that. There was like something like it was causing damage to Switch units or something like that. Or maybe I'm getting the story mixed up a little bit. It was from a few years ago. Yeah, there was something busted about it. I don't remember what it was, but I do. I I do think you're right. There was something jacked up about a recent Cooking Mama game. So hopefully it doesn't brick my iPhone. Right you know, uh, and then finally, uh, this is kind of sort of biggish news, but Sega announced the Mega Drive Mini two, <laughs> two, part two, and it will come with more than 50 pre installed Mega Drive and Mega CD games. Um, so nothing's been announced for the United States yet. This one actually does look like the the Mega Drive Two or this uh, Genesis Two that came out back in the back in the day. So it's kind of a smaller form factor, more squarish. Um, so here are the games that were confirmed for it so far, and l- much like last time, they're going to roll these out, um, roll out the announcements. Uh, between now and when it's released in October. So the games that have been confirmed so far are the Sega CD games Sylphid, Shining Force CD, Sonic CD, Mansion of Hidden Souls, and Popful Mail. And then the uh, Mega Drive or Genesis games that they've confirmed are uh, Virtual Racing, Bonanza Brothers, Shining in the Darkness, Thunder Force 4, which is awesome, uh, Magical Tarudo? I've never heard of that one. And uh, Fantasy Zone. So uh, it will be available for 4,500 yen. Oh, sorry, that is incorrect. Uh, around 76 bucks. So it's going to be about uh, 9,900 yen. Uh, but what is going to be 4,500 yen is they are releasing a cosmetic-only add-on to this uh, called the Mega Drive Tower Mini 2. And it includes... Uh, a mega CD replica, a mini cartridge, uh, and a mini disc for the uh, mega CD. Yeah. Oh, and also a, a Super 32X mini mounting spacer. So now, did they do that kind of for the first G- Genesis Mini? But like, it was only like I think didn't Sega make them only available in limited quantities only in Japan? I think and like I, I think this, you're right. Yeah, but I think the whole concept of this is cool. Like a whole deep deep cuts edition uh of the yeah. of the mega drive mini there with those those sega cd games it was uh there's this uh the, the person i always credit for for the retro recap gsk he does i follow him on twitter and he actually was uh translating interview snippets from all of the designers on the mega drive mini 2 on on the behind the scenes on it. And, and he says they do plan on eventually releasing it globally with each region uh getting their own unique games kind of not unique but having a few different ones uh kind of yeah. like how like the genesis mini one was and the past nintendo ones had a few different games in each region and uh and i guess they said too they asked m2 if they could if it was possible for them to put sega cd games on there and according to the developer they said uh at m2 they said they were already kind of like covertly working on it without sega knowing about it because they wanted to get a few of their sega cd favorites on there yeah yeah for sure um so there are going to be more announcements coming up uh we should probably expect something on june 24th and then in mid-July, early August, and late August um, is what they said. So they're rolling out the, the game announcements over time. I think the burning question will be is, do you think that we will finally see this thing presumably makes its way to America? We'll finally see a English-translated version of a Snatcher uh, officially released <laughs> for great. the first time since the original. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty great. Um, 
Now, I know that people have been wanting, including me and probably you, have been wanting like a Saturn Mini or a Dreamcast Mini. Um, Absolutely. But uh, Sega's classic hardware producer, uh, Yusuke Okanari, said that he they've already pondered doing uh, mini versions of those, but claimed that currently the cost of producing, producing parts for a uh, Dreamcast or Saturn Mini is too expensive. Um you know, uh, he says uh, development of new boards has been stagnant due to the coronavirus. And, of course, it would be fairly expensive product in terms of cost. So apparently they're thinking about it. Maybe maybe in a couple of years we'll get something. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I saw some similar quotes, too, on from the uh, GSK. They're stating how, like, it sounds like the um, Mega Drive Mini 2 is going to have just a very small rollout to start with because, of, like, like you said, with all the supply chain issues. Yeah. All right. So that was a big news week. So let's John, move on. Yeah. Can I sneak in one quick thing? <laughs> yeah, one other yeah. hard one one other hardware related announcement from this past week that you actually clued me into actually a few days ago. I don't know if this is ringing a bell. Uh no, yeah. I'm I'm I just woke up from a nap. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm That's I'm half dead. <laughs> I, I I saw you mentioned it on the Discord. I was like several hours late to it, and I I checked it out. The Assertant uh, Evercade, the Evercade uh, product. Yeah. Yes, that's right. The Evercade EXP was announced. So, uh, quick, quickly about that. Evercade started out as a handheld console that plays only uh, these proprietary carts that are essentially collections of older games and 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 ostensibly like harder to find games. Oftentimes, um, they then last year made a new version of it called the Evercade Versus, which is a home console version of the same thing. Plays the same exact carts, so you don't have to buy new carts or anything. Um, and it it's pretty neat. You can pop in two carts at a time, so you can play multiple games, you know, without having to swap out cards, and it has four controller ports. Now, they've announced a new version of the original Evercade handheld, which is called the Evercade EXP, and it looks slick. It looks like a more kind of high-end, um, higher-quality uh, handheld console. Very much like the Switch, you know, has that same kind of body style, you know, the wide style. Um, and uh, and they were doing a, and I think, I don't know if it's still up, but they have a special edition uh, that they're putting out. That's a, So the, the, the initial or the actual version is white, and they're doing a special edition version that's black. They're only producing 5,000 copies of it. But what sold me on it was uh, included with the special edition, amongst other things, uh, is a Toa Plan collection. And an Irem collection. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I pre-ordered one because that's, that's that's what I do. Because the, the Toa Plan collection uh, comes with like, what, five or six shmups, I believe. And, of course, this yeah. the big thing with this, too, is it's going to have a Tate mode for certain supported games also. So Yeah. 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 So, so it looks like, uh, you know, it's got the same kind of vibe as like the Bandai Wonder Swan where you can turn it on its side and, you know, play with the buttons. And apparently... Um, there's a button to switch it to Tate mode. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. When you're talking about it in the Discord, or when I when I saw it in the Discord eventually, I was I was actually killing time. At the, at, I was at the drive-in uh, last week, and uh, I was killing time, and you got like a crap load of uh, previews to sit through, and I was looking at the information, and, and you convinced me to pre-order the same version too, John. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, it was looking forward to it. I, I expect it to be way better purchased for, I think, uh, even a little less money than the Game Gear Micro I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. It comes out uh, later this year, probably around uh, holiday time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it very much. Um, and if you're in the States, so this is this this uh, the Evercade is 
made by a British company. But if you're in the States and you want to buy it from like a, you know, an American chain, I believe Best Buy and Amazon both carry it. Um, yeah. And the place to get the tool plan version was from, uh, the place I got it from was called Funstock, their website. Funstock. Yeah, Funstock, which is a British site, but I found that their shipping to the States was pretty reasonable. I wasn't uh, I wasn't too put off by it. I think it was like 15 bucks to ship the console to the States, which I think is all right. All right, okay. now we're going to move on to the uh, new releases. All right, Dale, let's see what we've got. We've got Spellforce 3 Reforced for all consoles except for Switch. We've got Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 The Sith Lords for the Switch. We got Pro Cycling Manager 2022 PC. So you're not cycling, you're a cycling manager. Gotta got make sure you hit those hot commands for when to break and when to pedal. Every everybody's got their kink, I guess, you know. Uh it, it must be there must be something it must be cycling season because the next game is Tour de France 2022, uh coming to everything except for Switch. Uh Demon Slayer, Kometsu no Yaiba, the Yoke uh Hinokami Chronicles on Switch. Uh, then two big games here, two big games. Tell me if you're going to get either one of these Mario Strikers Battle League for the Switch and the Quarry for all consoles except the Switch. What do you think, Dale? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say them both at the same time there. I just heard Mario Strikers there. Oh, uh, Mar- yeah. yeah. Mario Strikers. Uh, yeah. I think we froze up for a second. Mario Strikers Battle League for the Switch and then the Quarry for everything but the Switch. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, definitely we'll get both of them. If I were to get one right away, definitely the Quarry because I'm a big fan of uh, was it Super Massive Games, right? The developer. Yeah. I played. Until Dawn, yeah. I played through all their games and all three of the uh, Dark Pictures games. It was just uh, actually about a month ago where, you know, couple of buddies we always make a tradition where we do the local co-op to do a, the dark pictures games to see if we can make all our characters survive and we played through the last version little hope so i'm a big fan of their games and that that, yeah. that quarry that looks awesome and they even got was it uh I, I believe what david arquette as a special guest character in that one <laughs> yeah all the stereotypical yeah. like it looks like it's really paying homage to uh friday the 13th with the campground craziness and mm. uh yeah, and the Mario sports games, you can't go wrong with them. I, I only think I have just very little experience with Mario Strikers before, but I, I'm sure it'll be as good as, like, I've always remembered the previous uh, versions of Mario Strikers getting really good reviews, so. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, whoa, hey. Whoa. I was going to wow, say, <laughs> either of those two stand out for you? Uh, I will definitely be getting the quarry. I don't know why the music just randomly started playing there. But anyway, I'll definitely be getting the quarry uh, relatively soon. Dave and I are going to uh, play through it together and probably stream it. Um, and then uh, I, I played the demo for Mario Strikers and it didn't grab me. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I need to try it again. The demo's out there. So if you're interested in it, give that a go. Now, normally I would say, all right, Josh, it is time for uh, i'd make a weird awkward segue and i'd say it's time for dale and his retro recap but now dale it is time for you and your retro recap yes yes here we go yes this week's retro recap has the latest retro re-releases remasters and remakes as always credit goes to gsk we mentioned a little earlier from retronauts.com strictly limitedgames.com and limitedrungames.com find links to all these releases on the mojominutes.com forums all right, starting off, uh, this is a physical and a digital release, and it's the background music you're hearing now, too. It's called Jim Power, The Lost Dimension, from the Cubite Classics line. 
And this collection includes a European computer port, a brand new NES version, and a pre previously unreleased uh, Genesis entry. It goes digitally for $10 on PS4, Switch, and Xbox One, but a Steam version is also available that adds in a DOS version and the original and enhanced SNES ports for $20. That's been out for a while now. Uh, Strictly Limited Games is doing an authorized cartridge reissue for the SNES, Genesis, and Mega Drive for £50, and also porting physical editions of the Cubite collection on PS4 and Switch for £30. And uh, other physical release is Strictly Limited Games is also doing a cartridge reissue for the Jalco's Game Boy Action title, Avenging Spirit, uh, and one of their versions even sports a glow-in-the-dark cartridge going for 50 pounds. I'm, I'm not too familiar with uh, uh, Avenging Spirits, but I think I vaguely recall running across Jim Powers before, but I don't, are you familiar with much of those, John? No, but I did see uh, I did see something about that Avenging Spirits game this past week, and it looks really cool. Yeah, that, that uh, glow-in-the-dark cartridge, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that looked pretty spiffy. Uh Okay, so next up from Inn Games, they're kind of doing a retail release of the Wonder Boy collection. Uh, last year, Strictly Limited Games did a more deluxe, full-on release of it with many more versions, but this is kind of scaling it back for $30 on PS4 and Switch. and only contains four entries from the platform action RPG series, including the arcade ports of Wonder Boy and Wonder Boy and Monster Land, the Mega Drive installment of Wonder Boy and Monster World, and the 2012 localization of Mega Drive's Monster World 4, and all have new quality of life features like rewinding and safe states, all that fun stuff. Uh, I need to, I wish I had more time to put in the Wonder Boy games over the years. I know the, the lineage of them is quite complicated, right, John? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> twisted mess. Yeah. Hitting digitally is the Tower of Dru... Is it Druga or Draga? I always mess it up saying it. Uh, Druga. It's this there we go. It's this week's arcade archive release for the PS4 and Switch for eight dollars. Uh, this no, 19- I, I, I'm sure if I'm sure if Josh were here, he would call it Draga. Just Draga. to throw me off. Just to throw yes. me off. <laughs> uh, the 1984 Namco arcade classic was re- recently made available on the Mac- Namco Museum on Switch. If you want to opt that route instead to get a bunch more games and better bang for your buck. And this game has players control the protagonist, Gil, as he finds hidden keys to traverse through 60 floors of monsters and obstacles to save the princess, or the priestess Key, or Kai. And then big shmup news to close. John, you a fan of G. Darius HD on the Switch and PS4? Uh, I haven't bought it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to. I need to, but I haven't. I know it's been out on Steam for a while, too. It, they, they added this update a while ago, but the Switch and PS4 versions are getting a, a big free update, adding in three new versions of the game, including a previously unreleased arcade revision and the PS1 version of G. Darius. And yeah, that wraps up this week's Retro Recap. Back to you! <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Man, I hope uh, I hope the audio wasn't too crazy there because I, I had it all the way down and I'm still like, holy shit, I hope that worked right. But uh, we'll, we'll see it and we'll find out in the mix. But in the meantime, here we go. All right, Dale, uh, you picked the game spotlight today so i'm gonna let you at it yes so uh i was kind of looking at a a game i wanted to give a little bit more love for and uh it kind of came out on switch like a year or two ago 
but it, it was it's been on on Steam for many many years, like seven, eight, nine years, and uh, it's a narrative exploration game. Where so familiar with those, you know, mostly just you're just walking around getting the story. Not a whole lot of gameplay or very minimal gameplay. I'm a big fan of games like those in the past, like Firewatch, Oxen Free. Just like to just just explore, get a really good story, especially when they're done really well. And a game I'm talking about this week is called To the Moon, and uh, yeah, that's that's from uh, Firebird Games. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much uh, it, it was originally made in RPG Maker. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. love RPG Maker, man. Yeah, I I love seeing other people's creations with RPG Maker. I just I don't have the time to make anything of yeah. my own on those but uh and one of the original versions too where it has like the 16-bit style graphics and uh it actually got a lot of acclaim that it got ported up to make a official steam release and it's pretty much inception the game you control two doctors dr watts and dr rosalina and they're pretty much uh their whole job is going around to uh fulfill uh a dying patient's last wish so like they they visit people who are on their deathbeds and then they kind of hook up an Inception-like device to kind of go into their memories. And if they got uh, like a, a dying wish or a dying regret they want to change and make right, they could go into their minds and change their memories. And uh, it, so that way they could pass away living a fulfilled life, I guess, supposedly. But so they go into this patient's uh, memory and they ask what they want them to change. And I guess they said the, the patient intentionally left it ambiguous. So uh, it's like, you'll know it when you'll see it is what the patient more or less says. And you okay. kind of go, you go through this patient's life kind of chapter by chapter. And each chapter is only like three to five minutes. And like the writing is really good. There's a lot of like cheesy, corny jokes. Like, uh, uh, you, you know how uh, uh, Working Designs, how they're kind of famous for kind of their uh, localizations, kind of working in like just kind of cor- corny culture-based jokes like that. They do a little yeah. bit of that. So while this is a serious game, they're going to a... Uh, reliving a, a person's whole life and you know it's like a, it's, it's a lot of real serious and somber moments in it too occasionally the doctors will bust out random dumb uh uh dragon ball uh comic comic ka jokes and just silly stuff like that and you know eventually it, it seems a little weird at first but then you, you kind of learn to like it it's just kind of part of the game's whimsy charm it grows yeah. on you but you kind of go through this this patient's life uh kind of every five minutes you jump another five years and you've kind of go through their life as a kid and how they go into their career becoming a pilot. And it's called to the moon because a person's dying wishes. They want to go to the moon and right. in both a literal sense and a big metaphor sense too. And, uh, and, and it's, it's, it's a, by the time the game wraps up, it's, it's a very powerful and emotional journey. And it's a, uh, it's the first game in a trilogy. Uh, the, the two games that follow it up are called finding paradise and uh, imposter factory, which just came out last year. I finished that one. And uh, Finding Paradise is every bit as good as uh, as To the Moon, and it's only available on Steam, not on Switch. But uh, uh, but uh, an Imposter Factory is pretty good too. But it does a lot to differentiate itself and kind of goes in some different directions. It's, it's not as good as the first two, but I would definitely recommend To the Moon and uh, and Finding Paradise, and uh, especially if if you have the Switch, definitely check out To the Moon. I got uh, I guess uh, speaking of limited run, I'll put this up. Uh, they, they they were the only ones who did a physical release, and I don't get too many of the big box uh, limited run releases here. But I got theirs, so oh wow, yeah, they get a bunch of their bunch. Of, I guess this kind of has a screen, couple screenshots on the back. You kind of see a little bit of the graphics there. So but, yeah, but yeah, it, it, it was really good. One of my favorite games of the of, of the year from that that year. It was like I think 2013, 2014. But yeah, to the moon. <laughs> To the moon. All right, man. I actually believe I own that game. I think I got it on a steep discount on Steam. 
because um, I think they made a Mac version of it, so I'm able to play it on Steam. Um, but I haven't played it yet, so I've always wanted to. I had no idea there were uh, two sequels to it. No clue. Yeah, yeah. Fighting, uh, yeah. If if you go on a bit, each game is only like I want to say like six or seven hours too. So yeah, good good games just to plow through on a weekend and just take in the story. All right. Well, with that, it is time for the last question. I got to be honest, Dale. I uh, I'm coming up with this off the top of my head because I didn't do my homework. But uh, I want you to just give me a deep cut Steam recommendation. Deep cut steam recommendation. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. I guess off the top of my head, I will say. Uh, mm, well, I was gonna say games I first played on Steam before they got in consoles was uh, To the Moon and uh, Firewatch, but Firewatch has got went on to get, get a lot of critical acclaim. Uh, oh, one okay. Here's here's a dumb random one. I won't say it's like a five star game, but it's a nice little. If you're a fan of racing games, they did a. Uh, re uh, kind of like not not like a remake but a remaster they just updated it so it runs on current pcs uh, uh one of remedy's earlier games uh a racing overhead perspective kind of like that isometric perspective like micro machines and it's a sure. car combat racer called uh death rally and you can find that on steam fun little and they name all the drivers and it's uh you'll recognize some of the names of the drivers are went on to be characters in other remedy games like in alan wake and i think even in max Payne also but uh yeah nice little quick easy uh car combat racing game if you just if you're in a car i think it's probably like under 10 bucks too so yeah death rally that's just a random one off the top of my head good enough for me all right that's it for this week if you want more of our stuff you can go to mojomenace.com on the main page you'll find links to our forums our discord chat and our merch store. Everything you buy gives us a couple bucks and, you know, helps fund our silly little website, which is awesome. Uh, and then YouTube.com, where you may be watching this right now, where Mojo Menace, Twitch.tv slash Mojo Menace, and on, you know, most, some of the uh, of the social medias, we are at Mojo Menace. Uh, Dale, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at g-r-u-e-l gruel and uh i do a bunch of random uh local based uh, uh local media based podcasts covering movies and games and stuff like that you can find links to that on my twitter so yeah all right thank you dale for joining us and uh for the rest of y'all you can uh he will be back next week maybe josh will be back last time i heard from him he was trapped in an airport somewhere in mexico oh no <laughs> get home safe josh <laughs> all right talk to you next week bye peace out